You were created for more, and this show is meant to inspire and equip you with the tools you need to help you live on purpose. This is the podcast that keeps it real and highlights amazing business owners and impact makers so that you get your fire ignited and take your greatness out into the world. If you've got big dreams and know you were created for more, this is the place to be, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the Created For More podcast. I have been so excited for this episode to become live for you to listen. I talked to Shannon Matson of The Social Bungalow, who is an artist when it comes to how to market your business online and just really grow a brand that speaks to your ideal clients. And, you know, your offer suite is such a big part of what she teaches too. I've been a student of hers for a few years, got to talk to her for this podcast episode a couple months ago, um, and now we're live with you. So you're welcome. (laughs) She's incredible. Seriously, you need her brain in your life. She gives so much value and strategy in just in her like free Instagram content and her emails that she sends out every week. And then her programs are just as incredible and really allow you to take something step-by-step, recreate it for your business, and then put it out there and massively be able to grow. Um, So we have a great conversation and just really, you know, kind of pulling the curtain back a little bit on how she's grown her business so successfully in the last four and a half years, actually runs two businesses now, one online, one uh, brick and mortar style in Las Vegas. And you're going to learn more about her too, if you haven't already. So with comprehensive experience in marketing and advertising, Shannon prides herself on helping others structure and market their business for exceptional growth. Her journey began in corporate world where she titles held titles such as VP of marketing for a global publishing company and national director of sales and marketing for a fitness franchise. These varying industries and array of accreditations from pursuing continued education credits and copywriting utilized to write weekly articles for Forbes and entrepreneur.com to becoming Google AdWords certified, speaking to her insatiable hunger for driving traffic and conversions to remarkable brands. These roles brought her opportunities to work with L'Oreal, Access Hollywood, The Ellen DeGeneres Show, and marketing access to Kendra Wilkinson, Alex Rodriguez, and Jennifer Lopez. Now she is the CEO and founder of The Social Bungalow, which is an education and media company that helps online entrepreneurs structure ingenious online businesses. And she's also the owner of Bungalow Coffee, which is a 2,500 square foot coffee cafe in downtown Las Vegas Arts District. Let's go meet Shannon. All right, Shannon, I am so excited we're here together. This is um, a really exciting guest appearance just because I've been in your world for so long and I love everything you do. I honestly like sometimes have to let's say, don't look at Shannon's stuff because you're just going to go buy something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Best compliment and best intro ever. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really pumped for this. Um, so I want to take it back a little bit because I also have really admired your story. I've actually even scrolled all the way back to the beginning of your Instagram account at one point, I think when I first found you, because I was like, where the heck did this girl come from? You know, like this world is so big and I, I tend to have know this certain, certain circle. And then I find somebody new that's just explosive. And I'm like, okay, where, where did she come from? What happened? What did I miss? So 
How did you get started in this online world? I don't feel like it's a, a common thing for, for people yeah. to know about. Okay. Great question. And sorry, you had to scroll all the way back there and look at that. It's like, if you're not embarrassed by your early work, you started too late type thing. <laughs> I'm like, nobody scroll back. Don't look at the woman behind the curtain. <laughs> no, it's so good. Uh, so funny. Um, but no, that's a great question because it, the, the, where did you come from? I did kind of pivot. And so that's why the early stuff and the new stuff would have, has a bit of a juxtaposition. So I came from the corporate world. My career was in marketing. I did about 10 years before I started my business. And with that um, kind of company to company, I was always doing some sort of marketing doing. So very digital oriented, organic and paid, but it would go from social media coordinator to like overall manager to director and jumping from company to company in different industries and loved it all great. But there's that quiet whisper that's like, you know, you could probably do this remote. You could freelance. Like this is a skill set that's digital. You're good to go. And it really, I'm glad I didn't start any sooner at the time that I did because the internet truly evolved so much to the opportunity that we have now. It's just unprecedented. And I'm in business four and a half years now. So even four and a half years ago, what it was and the opportunity that everybody has, like if you're listening to this, do it because now is the time. But um, I started to side hustle from corporate doing outsourced director of marketing type stuff. I started with local small businesses here in Las Vegas, and I wanted to just like help the little guy. I was at this big franchise and we had access to A-Rod and J-Lo and there was all these beautiful, sexy things happening. Yeah. And I was like, what about that small fry who just needs foot traffic? I want to help them. And while that was um, pseudo fulfilling, even though it was a grind, it was taxing because a physical brick and mortar entrepreneur wants to see their $1 turn into $2 tomorrow. And I had a lot of uphill explaining what marketing is, how it works and the time it yeah. takes. So that was stressful for me. And I was taking on some codependent responsibility and I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know if this is for me. I just need to stick with my corporate job. When there was this one golden client that I got introduced to, who was a fitness influencer type that had an online membership. And we started to work together. Director of marketing style was helping with her webinars and her social promo and all of that. And it opened up this shiny corner of the internet of female entrepreneurs, digital expertise based. And I was like, I'm obsessed. I'm hooked. This is, this is the new wave. Um, so the early start of the Instagram was me talking kind of more like agency-esque, which agency of one, just being me of, hi, do you have a business that is potentially brick and mortar and or product-based and you need a director of marketing? And then it turned into, hi, I want to be your strategist, not your doer. And I want you to have an online business, not a physical. So same heart of marketing, but very different in the way that it ended up evolving. So good. Yeah. I, I think I've been, I found the online world in 2008 and I was like, I'm never leaving. This place is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I just was like blown away by the freedom. I think was obviously that's what we all want, right? Like the freedom, but also the limitless opportunity and the huge impact that you can make outside of your city, right? Or the, the job that you're driving to every day. Like we all make an impact, right? We all have that thing that we're supposed to be doing. And I just, I also felt that quiet whisper and it took a long time. I had some health issues, obviously, but like it is so thriving right now. So you are so right. If this is something that you're not into yet or it's new, like jump on the bandwagon. Um, so thank you for sharing that and not bandwagon because it's been around, but 
Thank you for sharing the story about how you pivoted because that too is like, I feel like so many people feel like they have to know what they're supposed to be doing right now. And it's never going to change. And they just hold on to it and they're not flexible. So how were you able to make those decisions and not just say, Hey, I'm going back to my corporate job. And that's just it. Yeah. Great question. I think that it really comes down to feeling confident in your skill set, and that your skill set is malleable to a client, to Mm -hmm. an industry, to a container of an offer and know that, you know, your stuff and you have a heart for whomever is paying you and you'll figure it out. Now down the line, you're going to get more boundaries. You're going to put more lines around this. And that way you don't have any scope creep, but at the moment, while you're figuring this out and getting paid to figure it out, which is an awesome thing, your skill set's going to ring true no matter how you're applying it. And you are just getting this beta tested information to know what you do and what you don't want, who you do and don't want to work with, how you like things to be structured. And instead of trying to do that for free and or in a deficit where you're doing it without making any money, making any sales, do it in integrity because you know your skill set will still provide a transformation or a result. And all the nuanced little onboarding and like how many calls and how long and how do I send follow-up notes or how do I design the website? How many rounds of revisions? All that stuff will figure itself out by proxy of action versus attempting to figure it out in the quiet without the person to test it on. So good. I love that. So we do get caught up sometimes in that pretty picture of like, I want to be a CEO of this business when I have all these people working for me and the systems are flowing, but it does take time to get there. And sometimes it doesn't have to look like that. So two questions coming out of this one, I know that you've kept a really lean business model and you've grown phenomenally in the four and a half years that you've been in business. So what did you always know you wanted a small team? Or did you also have that dream of like, I'm just going to run an empire here? Like how how did that come to be? Yeah. Um, I've been doing a lot of the doing for the whole time. So it wasn't so much that I want a small team. It's that I do, I don't like to tax the business financially because of the opportunity of what I can do to give back, to give to my small team and, or to give to myself and my own dreams. And so with that, keeping it lean was just even more of a selfish choice as well. Like I just want the business to be as profitable as possible. And I don't want to tax it unnecessarily. And I'm happy I've got broad shoulders. Like I've got a good bandwidth and I like to work. So I'm happy to take on a full-time team members capacity of doing versus exclusively being CEO. At this point though, we do have, um, a director of marketing, a marketing manager, a copywriter, outsourced designer, and head of funnels as well as a project manager, a full-time virtual assistant, and a client success manager, and myself, as well as my husband, who is COO. So we are not so very lean anymore. And that is definitely a lot of responsibility, stress, and a lot of need. I'm needed so much um, to answer questions, to steer the ship, to add clarification, to still show up and do my job of facilitating for clients, being the face of the brand, and you know, changing curriculum and keeping things fresh. So the the thought of more people to do more of the stuff that I'm doing, you do end up doing the same amount of stuff, really. It's just different stuff. So if anybody's out there like, oh, I can't just wait to be a, or I can't wait until I get to be CEO, you are CEO right now. And no matter which way or what you want to be working on, you'll still be working unless you make an exerted effort intentionally to clear up your schedule and, um, be an owner, not an owner operator sort of thing. But if you're in that instance where you're like, no, I'm scrappy. This is, this is early and young and it's a startup and I'm always going to be doing some of the doing, keep your business lean as long as you can. Yeah. Uh, I love that. So what do you recommend 
that action being for people to start getting things out there, ramping up um, to really solidify like, okay, this is going to be my mark in the online space. As far as figuring out your positioning, like your UVP in this industry? A little bit of that, but more so because you were saying like, don't worry about the the length of calls, the number of calls, the how everything's going to happen. Just be focused on the action so that that can all evolve kind of organically as you are having those things come up. So what are those actions to get things ramped up so that you have to build an onboarding system? You have to support clients and kind of make those other decisions. Got it. I would say that right now, your ability to sit down and look at your specialty or you as a specialist, what are your specialty focuses that you provide? Let's just use the example of a designer who says, I can build a beautiful brand and then I can infuse that into a social presence or a digital storefront presence and a website. And if those are the three things you can do, you've got each one individually and you've got a bundle package right there. Now from there, going to a small but mighty audience, which it's a luxury to have a smaller audience, you get to intimately know each person and have a true sales conversation versus feeling like you're just kind of shouting to the masses and know the person, see their need and say, all right, here's what I can do. Normally the bundle package is the brand, the digital storefront and the website all together, but I can do um, a work with me page, some social media icons and the branding all together for you for this rate. When they get in, then you're figuring out all the specifics of the calls and, and how you do it. And sometimes you'll over deliver and sometimes you'll save a ton of time and it sort of comes out in the wash as you get it figured out. But I would say that you knowing, like I said, that skill set and what your specialty focus is so that you're not diluting betwixt different packages, i.e. if you had one package that was web design, light web design, mid web design, ultra, it's hard for people to make a decision because they are not as close to all the small bells and whistles of what light versus mid versus ultra is going to mean. So self-selection is harder. And then you kind of dilute or devalue the light in the mid by proxy of the big kahuna ultra package looking so sexy. And they say, all right, well, if I can't afford that one right now, I'm just going to squirrel away some money and say, put you on my vision board and I'll be back in six months. And then your competitor swoops in at a lower price point and they're like, oh, Eureka, I'm going to go with that person. So making sure these different skill, the skill set of yours, that one main piece, and then your specialty focuses within it, that you allow yourself to have no more than three very clear different pieces that complement their growth journey, the main audience that you're serving. And then when you say package one is branding, package two is social, package three is web, you're able to communicate with a stake in the ground, sell, facilitate, and then make amendments as you go. My number one piece of advice would be make sure that your offers don't bastardize each other by being so similar and assuming more due diligence on your audience to sift through the differences themselves. Yeah. Do you recommend starting out with just like one offer? Yeah, I typically, you can talk from one offer and then when somebody gets into the fold, you reveal a secret menu behind the scenes. It's much easier to make that sale and to upsell them or downsell if need be, increase that average order value. And again, get kind of paid to test out these additional facets on one person versus trying to map and sell to the masses. And then finding at that point, like, oh crap, this doesn't really work that well. It's not facilitating results. I need to go and change it. I need to, it's so hard to live in this duality where we have to fly the plane while we build the plane. So if you keep one thing and you sell that and you get all of that information, it's going to keep the plane going much faster and much lighter. Uh, I love that. And I feel like I talked to so many people too, that get caught up in the wanting it all now, and they forget those little steps are going to get them there so much faster and a little easier too. 
So I feel like just trust the process, right? Like it's, it's all going to work out. <laughs> um, I remembered my other question when you were talking about how you really like to be working and in the business and stuff like that. And it's funny because, you know, I, I like to free up some of my time. I have three kids. I'm busy with them. I like to enjoy the crazy that they have going on after school and stuff like that. So I tend to like let my afternoons not really be work focused so I can do the things with them. I, t- I try to take Fridays off as much as possible. And then I'm like, what am I going to do on this time off? Like, what am I going to do on a Friday if I'm not working? Right. So is there anything like fun that you like to do that's away from the business? It's hard when you love it so much. Right. Yeah. And that's the really fun thing about this online space is that things are fast. Things are scrappy. We can change our business with a couple words on a sales page and a push of a button. So it's exciting to be able to kind of create. I do the same sort of thing. Afternoons lighter, Fridays lighter, weekends off. Um, And my brain is supercharged in the morning. And by 3 PM, I'm like a shell of myself. So I actually like to start my day at around six, 7 AM and I'll work till two or three, take a lunch break, maybe get a workout independent on the day. But then it's, I'm going to go get a pedicure. I'm going to go make dinner. I'm going to walk the dogs and I'll see you again at seven in the morning. Um, So with that in my free time, it is, I do like friends, family, all the hangouts, but my own personal hobbies, I really like pickleball. So I play that a lot. My husband and I go to the gym and play pickleball and we, um, he got me last Christmas, a virtual reality headset. And I don't really like any video games except for this one called beat saber, which is kind of like guitar hero where you have to hit certain beats at certain times Uh with these lightsaber mallets. And I will just get sweaty and be in my living room playing this beat saber thing. Yeah. For hours. So (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Awesome. So I know that you are all over Instagram. You have a Facebook group. So I know that those are two places that people can find you. And then where can they learn more about what you offer and, and how to work with you or follow your methods? Yeah. Instagram is our main social platform. So the social bungalow on Instagram, we are always talking about whatever we're up to, be that a free workshop or a three-day challenge, something fun. And the link in my bio, if it's not actively promoting, say a challenge, it's going to link you right through to the website and to the program. So you can always check it out. But Truly, we do use that like our main platform and I'm on there all the time. So if you hear this and you have a question or you just want to chit chat about the journey stuff, all good. Shoot me a DM. I hang out there all the time. Yeah, she definitely does. Um, Following her stories is always so fun too. And I would say get on the email list, the weekly emails, the goods that you send out. So helpful all the time, such fun stories, but also like very actionable support that people can start taking right away and really get a taste of, of how you help, but it's it's like the goods are so good. So get on the (laughs) nice plug. Thank you. Yeah. We send out a weekly newsletter on Tuesday mornings called the good. So there's always something good in there and fun. And it's like specific for online based businesses. And I have to also say, if you are in Las Vegas or you are visiting Las Vegas, I, this is like a total plot twist on top of everything we talked about, but I opened up a coffee shop in March of 2021. So we are just about the year and a half mark. By the time you guys hear this, we'll be rounding that two-year corner. Um, and that is a 2,500 square foot cafe, co-working space and coffee shop. It's not just like a small walk-up. So if you are ever here and you need to do calls, work, you just want to say, hey, and hang out, please come see us. We're in the downtown Las Vegas arts district. It's called Bungalow Coffee. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I didn't ask you about that. I totally oh, good. <laughs> um, I went to Vegas last month 
really fast. I took my mom to a Nelly concert. I went on a Friday, came home on a Saturday. It was really fast. But I was like, mom, we have to go to the bungalow coffee. So I still owe a visit. Um, I'll be back in actually that the weekend that this episode is dropping, I'll be in Vegas. So, oh, well, look at that. I'm film an Instagram story and be like, are you listening to the episode? Yes. And why aren't you guys here? Oh we <laughs> <totally> have to. <laughs> Love it. I love it. And just everyone uh, for you to know too, like I am a student of the social bungalow and Shannon and learning from her has been such an eye opener. Her brain works in ways that mine does not. So sometimes I'm like, what is all of this? But then the explanation of it and the walkthrough are always so thorough. So thank you for that. And thank you for just kind of leading the way in business in such a different and fresh way. That's how I feel like I, I follow the social bungalow for those fresh and simplified, but massively expansive ways of doing business. Mm, thank you. That was the best compliment ever. And it's been such a joy. We've been friends for so many digital years now to have you here and hang out and see your growth and amplification and this audience that's listening here, just of awesome people, birds of a feather flock together. And you really have such a cool crew that, that hangs out with you. So it's an honor to be here. Thanks for listening guys. Yes. Thanks Shannon. We'll see you all next time. Bye.